0: Welcome to the Fairview Baptist Church Discipleship Podcast. This is a resource designed to help the covenant members of Fairview Baptist Church carry out our mission to make disciples of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Joshua Johnson. Today, I'm joined once again by Kyle and Lindsay Fesco. Now, over the last couple of weeks, uh, we started a new series on cultivating discipleship amongst our children. Uh, for our conversation, we've been using Chap Meadows' book, "The Disciple-Making Parent," to help guide our conversation. Uh, I've put information about Chap Bettis' book uh, and him and his ministry efforts in the podcast notes. Now, for our first few podcasts in this series, we've sort of uh, laid a foundation for things to come when we get more practical. And so, if you haven't already, go back and listen to the first two podcasts in the series. Now, Kyle and Lindsay, uh, over the last couple of weeks... Uh, We started talking about the great privilege and responsibility that parents have to raise up a new life, one that will live uh, forever, uh, either in hell or in heaven. And then in our last podcast, we said that God has designed parents to be the most effective shepherds uh, in their children's lives. And so for the audience, uh, I think they could hear that and they could say, well, all that sounds good and well. Uh, They then may say uh, that they agree with it in principle, but carrying it out, like carrying out that mandate to make disciples in the home, they may say that it's tough. Uh, I imagine that you would agree with that, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's challenging, and, and really that's the focus of this podcast episode. Uh, we want to acknowledge that some of those things, like some, some things are challenging, and so we want to acknowledge those challenges, uh, and then we want to offer some encouragement for parents. So, Lindsay, as Chap Bettis opens the third chapter in his book, he does so by introducing us to Timothy. Uh, what can you tell us about Timothy?
1: Well, Timothy is a second generation disciple, meaning he grew up in a household where his mother and grandmother were believers. It was obviously not a perfect household because his father was not a believer, but Timothy heard the scriptures from a very young age. And later, Paul invested greatly in his life. He counted Timothy as a spiritual son. He brought him along on missionary journeys and later entrusted him with great responsibilities. When Timothy received what was most likely Paul's last letter, Paul reminds him in 2 Timothy 3, verses 14 and 15, to continue in what he has learned and become convinced of. From infancy, he has known the Holy Scriptures. So what we see explained here is that there was a time when Timothy was learning the faith, and then there was a time that he became convinced of the faith.
0: Okay, so that's great. Now,
2: Kyle, why does... Better it's even make this point in the first place? Uh, discipling our children is a prog- progression. You know, our children latch on to the things we teach them while they're are young. Uh, and this includes things of the faith, but it really ultimately could be anything. So when our children are young and hear of the things of God, they begin to believe and profess faith. However, with everything, the child will eventually need to make the decision for themselves, whether or not they are uh, convinced of the gospel or convinced of what we are teaching them. Uh, this requires moving away from the faith of our parents to, to owning the faith for themselves. What we do while they are young uh, is to form the foundation so that when they begin to move into the teenage and adult years, uh, they can build upon that to really understand whether a genuine heart change has really taken place.
1: And I think we need to also realize that around age 12 and 13, Our children's faith starts to change. These are crucial years in our children's life. Their cognitive understanding increases and their awareness of God begins to grow. They will start having more questions about God that can be troubling to them. They notice more adult interactions and our hypocrisy. The lust of the world and sin become very attractive and the ways of Christianity can seem restricting these are the years that our conversations with them need to be less of a lecture from us and more of us asking them questions. They need to know that we are giving them that space to ask those questions, and we are committed to walk through this with them until they become convinced.
0: Uh, That's really good. So, uh, Lindsay, uh, Bettis uh, addresses two mistakes uh, that that parents often make in this stage of life. Uh, would you share that with us and then just kind of expound a little bit?
1: So at this point, some parents are going to kind of tighten the reins, and then there's going to be some parents who just back off. So the parents that back off have kind of thrown up their hands, they've given up, and they will be the ones that are going to rely on the youth pastor at church to do the work of keeping their child in the kingdom. But this is the exact time that our children need us to be engaged with them, As they are wrestling through some of these really big questions, those parents that go the opposite, extreme, and tighten the reins, they're going to start micromanaging their child's life again, like they were five or six-year-olds. And they'll be doing a lot more lecturing rather than asking the questions and listening. Unfortunately, both of those extremes can push our children away from the faith. While we know that we can't ultimately put the blame on parents for someone walking away from the faith, Each of us has our own sinful, excuse-making heart, but it is wise to listen with humility at some of the reasons people have given for abandoning the faith. These reasons include things like having those troubling, unanswered questions, um, having never personally owned their faith, personal tragedies, hypocrisy that they see in the home and the church— having a more legalistic understanding of the gospel, those reasons can be hard to hear, but they're also helpful to know.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's really helpful. And I, I think for for all of us, we can probably think of people that we've known in the past that, uh, you know, maybe their parents were on one of those two ends of the spectrum. You know, as you were sharing that, you know, I, I was thinking about uh, some folks that I grew up with and, um, you know, at a young age, uh, so many things were um, restricted from them and, uh, and, and and really just kind of, I think, without having the right motive behind it, uh, they just fed a legalism in the family. And so um, what were um, seemingly God-fearing children when they got older and got a little bit of space outside of the home, um, it's almost like they were sowing wild oats and uh, they just never stop sewing, and uh, really sad stories of uh, of good friends uh, that um, you might say uh, left the faith uh, because um, yeah, there were there were there were tight reins uh, placed on them. Um, well, um, again, I think that most of us we we probably tend towards one of these two directions: uh, we'll either disengage from our family or we'll tighten too much, uh, altogether. So Kyle, rather than adopting one of these two,
2: uh, postures, uh, what posture should we adopt? Uh, Bettis calls this, uh, the posture of the now and not yet. Um, so I'll speak into this as best I can. I'm not quite at the, that, that stage yet, but as, um, parents, our relationship with our children obviously changes. Uh, there needs to be more influence and reasons given for what we say and do. And we're starting to see that kind of transition right now, even with our nine-year-old. We move into the dual role of being the authority uh, and a fellow disciple and learner ourselves. So as our children grow and mature, um, they move away from that state of dependence on us to a state of independence. You know, a couple of changes that Bettis listed are, you know, a state of Discipline to where, as parents, we discipline to a state of discernment where the the child has to discern for themselves. You know, external control to internal control. We don't control their environment. We, you know, you let the, the child kind of make those decisions. Uh, parent control to spirit control is the spirit working in that child's life. Um, these changes emphasize allowing the spirit to work in our children's lives as they begin to make uh, these formative decisions for themselves. And in the early years, we aim. To have that absorption of the word, whereas in the later years we move more into a role of kind of coaching and shepherding. Yeah, yeah, I
0: think that's really good, uh, especially that that last part where you you kind of make the point of of kind of moving to this role of a, a coach and a shepherd, um, and you you beca- begin to really become really practical in in the lives of your children. You begin to engage the things that they struggle with and walk alongside them uh, rather than kind of directing everything. And in, in a sense, I would say that this podcast series is really intended to kind of be the same way where um, we walk alongside uh, issues that we all uh, will struggle through during the uh, the various times of someone's learning gears. Uh, and so um, as we come to a close uh, and we look forward to uh, what will really be very practical episodes coming up, uh, Kyle and Lindsay, uh, why don't you give the audience a sneak peek of what is to come so they they might be enticed to keep you listening?
1: Sure. So the rest of the podcast are going to focus on the positives of God's Word to drive us forward instead of focusing on our negative fears. God's weapons are more powerful than the enemies. So we are going to look at the power of example. Our kids will see something different in the older Christians that they observe living out the faith.
2: Uh, We'll see the power of the gospel. It is the true gospel that is the power of salvation and changes uh, the heart of stone to a heart of flesh.
1: And the power of the heart. In this section, we will think about how the parent connects with the heart as well as how to restore broken heart connections. Uh,
2: The power of the word. We want to saturate our children's hearts from an early age with the life-giving Word of God.
1: And the power of purpose. Instead of seeing Christianity as a list of do's and don'ts, we want our kids to understand the cosmic battle for which we are created.
2: Uh, The power of prayer. Prayer can and should undergird our disciple-making.
1: The power of apologetics. We, as parents, want to think proactively about the questions and doubts our children might have about the faith. And show them where to find the answers.
2: The power of friends in the media. Everyone is influenced and changed by the friends they choose in the media and art we engage in. Uh, We need to put both of those areas under the leadership of Christ.
1: And lastly, we will look at the power of seeking God. Becoming a Christian is the beginning of seeking God, not the end. We will discuss casting a vision for pursuing Christ.
0: Very good. Now, that's that's a lot, and I think it's pretty exciting to look forward to. And uh, we've certainly uh, loved to have uh, loved having you for the last few podcasts, uh, but we're also excited to be joined by other families in our church who, um, I think, like the three of us here, uh, don't have everything figured out, uh, but they're willing to come alongside you and me as we navigate all of this together. And so, Kyle and Lindsay, again, I want to thank you for joining me over the last several weeks. And uh, as we close this podcast, let me pray for you and your family. Um, Most gracious Heavenly Father, um, God, we thank you for uh, this uh, great responsibility and privilege that you have given uh, me and my wife and Kyle and Lindsay. Um, Father, we thank you that uh, we're only able to do it because of Christ. And so, uh, Father, I pray for Kyle and Lindsay and uh, that this would be uh, a humbling thing to consider and uh, that they would turn to you for... uh, Uh, guidance on everything and trust uh, in in your work. Um, Father, we thank you for uh, how they've shared with us over the last uh, few podcasts, uh, and we pray for things to come. Uh, We pray for each of uh, their children, for Mason and Micah and Morgan. Uh, We pray that they would come to uh, know you more and uh, come to a a knowledge and understanding and a faith uh, in you. Uh, We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, I have one last question for you, uh, and here it is. What's something I would have never guessed about you?
1: I don't know if you would guess this or not, but I actually growing up, I always wanted to be a teacher. And then when I was in high school, my grandmother was diagnosed with cancer. And through her journey, I was actually drawn into the medical imaging field and decided to pursue that route instead. Yeah.
2: I I got, it's kind of two things. I was taking a walk today trying to, I was like thinking, you know, what's something interesting about me? You know, and (laughs) I'm like, I have three Uh, kids. Just so you know, uh, Lindsay mouth nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I would
0: have never guessed that. So, so, you know, I I have three kids.
2: So, you know, there's stuff always on the floor. There's furniture everywhere. And so I'm almost 40 and I've never broken a bone. And it's amazing how many times I've hit my foot on furniture, on doors, on toys, and then the second one is I have an irrational fear of clowns. So I don't.
0: Oh, hey, me too, man. I mean,
2: like, I mean, like, I don't know where it comes it's from. Deep rooted. It's, it's, yeah. I don't know. Um,
0: so, for me, I would say I am the most untidy, tidy person. So, like, I'm surface level tidy. Gotcha. Like, uh, I don't like to see things on my desk i don't like to see things on a dresser but you can open a drawer next to my uh like next to my bed Fit and as much as you can mess. oh yeah <laughs> so if it's out of sight it's out of mind there you go. yeah <laughs> so anyways all right well thank you guys for joining me today and until next time fairview may we exist to make disciples of jesus christ